Hey, what's up, guys? Fagin Dish here. Yo, what's up? Uh, uh, right away, I want to get into local stuff today. So a car uh, sunk into the Colorado Lagoon. No way. Yeah, early this morning. How? <laughs> it was the uh, the landscaping uh, workers. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> they, they parked uh, close to the shore, and they didn't put the car all the way completely, or the truck, I should say, all the way completely in park. So it rolled into the lagoon and, like, completely submerged. Nice. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. They had to get a tow truck down there to pull it out. And they did. But... <laughs> wow. Just, yeah. So uh, by noon, though, everyone was enjoying their summer. No one uh, had any problems. The car was gone. But, yeah. The uh, landscaping workers forgot to pit it all the way in park, and uh, it rolled down. Because you know how if you you see it, how it's like a hill. Yeah. It's like grass, and it rolls down Got into the sand. <laughs> so wow. it rolled into so yeah, it rolled into the lagoon. I don't know. If a car sinks, does this still work? Possibly after it's been submerged in water, or is it, is it like done, like the engine and everything? I don't know. I don't. I think the engine might still be okay, but all the just gotta dry it out. Yeah, all the electric parts and shit. I mean. I'm sure shit gets flooded. Water's not supposed to be. Uh, I don't think it'll work. Mm, think no. about it. Nah. No, man, that's it crazy. Takes some time to fix. <laughs> wow. So it was like a truck or something? Like one of the. It like was a things? truck. Yeah. It was. It was a truck. It was a landscaping truck with all their fucking shit with all their tools and stuff. <laughs> yeah, because you know how they always have a lot of shit on there to. Uh, those kind of guys always have a lot of stuff on there. When you're in that line of uh, work, you always got a lot, a lot of stuff on your truck. Yes, yeah, so you know, lawnmowers, lawnmowers, fun. air blowers. Rakes, etc. Yeah, everything just sunk. <laughs> wow. So they're yeah, obviously they were using what they needed to use to cut that particular our landscape that that area. You know, whatever they needed to do to get the job done at that area they were using and then everything else just probably went down into the water. Wow. But it was pulled out. So hopefully those guys uh truck and all their all the tools work so they could keep doing the good job they do, but yeah, I just I just thought that was kind of funny. The guy, the guy forgot's got to get fired. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the truck. Maybe the truck was kind of faulty. I mean, uh, who knows? But I mean, that, that that that's what's being reported. That's what okay. we're hearing is that the truck wasn't pit all the way in the park and it rolled down into the <laughs> lagoon. Nice. So yeah. But uh, I could just imagine like someone just seeing that shit going down and trying to stop it. <laughs> yeah, fuck, dude. I won't know what I was thinking though in my head. The way I picture it is when they're working, uh-huh. they that shit's loud, like the lawnmowers yeah. and their their blowers and whatnot. So maybe they didn't even notice it till after it happened. Like, where the what fuck the is the truck? <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I can and see it's that. just submerged. That's that's awesome. Oh, shit. But that's how my mind works. But uh, yeah, who knows the situation? But yeah. Car sunk into the lagoon. They pulled it out. It's fine. Uh, on another local note, I mean, but not only locally, uh, across the nation, what's the deal with this Popeye chicken sandwich, dude? I don't know. I haven't tried it. I heard it's good, though. I have heard it's good. I have heard it's good. There's videos now. There's a bunch of reviews. There's funny videos about it. You see the videos of people lining up. Like, it's out the door. Yeah. Like, these lines are out the door of people all across the nation to get this fucking sandwich and uh certain popeye locations are actually running out of them and put and having to pit signs up that say sold out of chicken sandwiches that's how big this is so yeah i haven't tried it personally you know myself i don't think i want to but it's 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 kind of we haven't seen i don't know do you recall 
in your lifetime, a big, a, a, a big, a, something that was big on a menu at a fast food restaurant where people were lining up for it? No, I don't think I. Yeah, me neither. I was trying to think the about McRib? that. Me either. What the McRib? Were people Maybe lining when up it, when it first came out? No, I, I see. That's what I mean. I don't. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe because I was a kid and yeah. was just too busy having fun being a kid. I didn't really watch the news then. Maybe something I could ask my, you know, my parents, and they might remember. Because I'm pretty sure there, there has to have been. Yeah. You know, there's all this good stuff out there that people, you know, what make these places famous and make them make so much money. Uh, but yeah, this Popeye chicken sandwich is like the newest thing. I seen a video, a funny video of a guy. Actually, he's like all iced out, dreadlocks, tatted up. Some, uh, I don't remember where he's from exactly. Um, but he's a. Uh, <laughs> he's like I got those, I got those, and like pops his trunk open and just has like a, a Popeyes bag full of chicken sandwich. Selling them, he's it's a thousand dollars. Oh, he's selling them <laughs> for a thousand dollars. Nice. I think it was a joke. I don't, I don't think he was serious, but it was just funny to see. And you know, I'm pretty sure that's his sense of humor in response to. Yeah. yeah, what's been happening? So, um, <laughs> that's bad. he was like, that's I bad. got that, I got that. And he's like, a Popeyes bag, Don't like a thousand dollars. Yeah, it was like right here. <laughs> so, yeah, that was kind of funny. But, uh, uh, I, I, they're saying the rumor is it's, it hasn't been confirmed and it probably will never be with like all fast food, but that they fry this chicken and, and, uh, buttermilk, uh, I'm sorry, buttermilk batter. Okay. So that might be, you know, what's giving this good taste that people are uh, craving. But uh, like I said, places are selling out. Popeye locations are selling out. The sandwich is supposed to be good. There's been a lot of, you know, you told me earlier in the week, a lot of beef going across the internet with, with you know, on social media with Twitter. It's Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Chick-fil-A, Wendy's got involved. Well, locals getting involved now. Yeah, remember. everyone's like making little smart comments about like we never ran out of chicken sandwiches yeah. and um, I <laughs> there's a list of things. It's, it's kind of funny. So that's why I, I, I wanted to talk about this because it's something that's actually happening. And so um, I'm not going to disagree with the people that say it's great. Like I said, I'm not really a big fast food person. So I won't, I'm, maybe I'll get around to it. If like Maybe if you got one and brought it home, I might take a bite. I think I might try it. Uh, well, uh, we went and uh, guys pitched in at work to get some Popeye's chicken. And the guy was, uh, that we sent to go get it took forever. Because and of the line for the chicken sandwich. Line for the chicken sandwich. And the son of a bitch just bought himself one chicken sandwich instead of everyone having to try. And he got he was like, And it was good. It was good. <laughs> he said it was good? It was good. And we're oh. like, what the fuck? You can't bring this one? <laughs> and that asshole. Yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, but he said it but was good. He said good. it was good. He said it was good. Okay, so that's, that's, you know, opinion from someone close that I've heard other than social media. But, yeah, I like, it, like I said, I, I'll take a bite of it, try it out. See what it's about. Um, I've had I have had the the Chick Fil A sandwich, yeah. the grilled, not yeah. the fried, the grilled chicken. It's good. I've tried them both. It's nothing worth. I would yeah. say going back for. Oh, I gotta have it. Or waiting in line for an hour. Certainly not. But uh, it, it, it's good. It gets the job done. I kind of feel that Chick Fil A is kind of a more healthy choice. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's a fast food place. No place that you drive your car through and get food through a window is gonna be healthy for you. So. Uh, they're getting involved, and in and out just still the king, sitting on top selling yeah. burgers. <laughs> There'll always be a line of in you and never out. Go back, you never go wrong with a double double. Oh, that sounds good right now. Yeah, it always sounds good. 
I can eat in and out. Oh, I, can, I, can, I can go out to like Podcast a... over. We're going to go get some in and out. Right. We're done. <laughs> We're done. No, yeah. I, I can eat in and out. I could like go to like a full-blown dinner, full-blown yeah. family dinner, eat like a full meal. Yeah. And then smoke some weed maybe you later or something. With, and then three by three. Animal yeah. Style. And then, uh, yeah, I can do that. Cheese fries. Ooh. Oh, man. I don't like uh, the burger animal style, but I like cheese fries. And for you guys that don't know what that is, you ask them for cheese fries and it's just your... your uh, Order fries and they just put cheese over it. Mm. It's great. I like my fries fried light. Okay, we gotta stop talking about it now. But <laughs> back to the chicken sandwich though. So this is the thing, the Popeyes. So like I said, we brought it up because it was local. There's a lot of Popeyes here in Long Beach, um, all lined up for people to get these sandwiches. You heard Dish say it. You know, uh, coworker went to work to get lunch line because of the chicken sandwiches. So. Actually, on on something that's more local, and I feel like something I would definitely try and and you know uh, go out, out of my way to try this uh, for the support of the habit is you could get a hot chicken a hot not only not only is it a hot chicken sandwich it's a hot chicken grilled cheese sandwich, and this is a, a collaboration that Dog Hoss. If you're familiar with Long Beach downtown, Dog Hoss is in the promenade off of Third Street next to Beachwood Barbecue and Brewing Company and. Dog House has is known for their their uh, trend of hot dogs. They got burgers and they got beer. They sell beer there. There's a few locations. I believe they started in Pasadena, or the guys that started it are from Pasadena. But anyways, uh, they they're in a collaboration right now, and they've been doing that. I didn't know. So right now it's already the end of August. I don't know if I'll make it around to trying, but they have like a collaboration with some Korean barbecue ring, wings right now with another chef. Okay. So that sounds really good, but. The month of September, they're collaborating with Chef, um, the head chef of Boo Boo Birds and Burgers. So it's Boo Boo's Birds and Burgers, and he's coming in, and they're going to introduce his hot chicken grilled cheese sandwich. And, and it's going to be available from September, for all, all throughout the month of September. So starting from September 1st to the end of September. Okay. And every time you buy this sandwich, $1 um, part, uh, part of the pur- purchase for that sandwich is going to go to a no, uh, no Kid Hungry charity. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. I like Dog House. They have great food. Um, it's it's close by. Um, they do really good things there. And the fact that they're doing this, I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And and this sandwich looks really, really good. This sandwich looks yeah, really, really I good. I haven't seen a pic. Yeah, if you look it up, there's a picture of it. It's the hot chicken grilled cheese sandwich that's going to be available at Dog House. And it's a collaboration with the head chef of Boo Boo's Birds and Burgers. And like I said, September 1st. All the way through the end of September, it'll be available. And for every time you purchase one of these sandwiches, and yeah, I know I'm repeating it, a dollar goes towards the No Kid Hunger charity. So I think that's cool. I think that's really cool. Now, that's a chicken sandwich. I feel that's worth trying. Yeah. Because it's local. I won't have to wait for an hour. And Dog Hoss, I, I trust Dog Hoss over any fast yeah. food chain out there as far as the freshness yeah, and the quality just give it of the food. A try. Just give it a try. You know, you're actually helping while you're trying. Yeah, give no, it a try. So, yeah, that's the sandwich. I mean, in the whole, I love grilled cheese. Uh-huh. You love you. grilled cheese, right? So, uh, the fact that it's a grilled cheese and I love spicy food and a spicy chicken sandwich, I definitely want to try it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. I, I feel that's really, really cool. But, I mean, uh, other other local stuff, uh, not too much violence to report about. I mean, something's always happening, but uh, nothing to report. So, I, I, that's awesome. Right. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't but, heard any sirens lately. 
I know. So we have the taste of uh, we're gonna hear sirens like five minutes later. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> so we have uh, the taste of Long, uh, downtown Long Beach. So if you guys are familiar with Long Beach, they do in Belmont Shore on Second Street to be exact. You know, if you're familiar with Long Beach, you know all the bars and restaurants and everything they got going on down there. They do the you know the the food. I, I don't man. I'm upset with myself because I can't remember the name of the event, but they do this every month and it takes place on Thursdays, Fridays, or might be Wednesdays, Thursdays. And basically every restaurant outside of, uh, not outside of, but along second street and Belmont shore comes out and has food that you have to purchase tickets online in advance for. And you, you give these tickets and they give you, you know, it's, it's, it's small. small Yeah. It's a, it's a small sample. I mean, I'd call it an appetizer kind of, what would you call it? Just, a taste a taste yeah of what they have and something you know maybe they don't have but they're they're making special for that event so it draws a lot of people out it's you know it's it's an awesome event it's cool uh they got live music out there they got art and stuff on display it's it's cool it's you know people make it happen I, i think it's awesome so they recently started doing that not too long from what i'm familiar with here in uh downtown long beach on pine street and so this one's called the taste of downtown long beach and it's this Wednesday and Thursday. So the day after tomorrow, August 28th and 29th. And the tickets actually are you could buy at the event for a dollar a piece, or you could go in advance and buy them online at eventbrite.com slash taste of long beach uh, uh, taste of downtown long beach, I believe. But yeah, it shouldn't be too hard to find. And so all the restaurants, just like they do on Second Street, all the restaurants along Pine will be doing the same thing. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so they'll be giving out test, you know, not test, taste of their food and everything they got to offer, and it should be good. I mean, there's a lot of good restaurants down there. I mean, we I can I can name the whole list. I'm not going to because you should get out there and check it out. But yeah, that's good. Tickets are a dollar too, a dollar. Yeah, a dollar, dude. So I mean, with a dollar, you know, they got you know alcohol available, uh, I believe as well. I don't. Those those might cost. Okay, so the tickets are a dollar each. So I think each venue different is a different amount of tickets. Yeah, to like get something. Fair. So it's a fair of food. Yeah, but for a dollar awesome. a ticket, yeah. That's I mean, awesome. yeah, just get out there, have a good time, uh, support your local businesses, yep. and just get out there and, and taste some food. And then, you know, like I said, like Vince, like Dish said, it's a taste. And so you get out there, taste something, and then next thing you know, you want to have dinner there. Yeah. So that's how this works, kind of. Yeah. That's no, but it, but it's, but it's 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 a special event. These businesses, are, if you even ask, the, I'm pretty sure the people that manage and own these places, how they feel about it and what their goal is, is definitely to get the community and the people out together. And you know, after that, then yeah. to support them, you know, as a local business. Yeah. But it's, they they really want you know what, what we see going on. The people being out there, getting out there, having a good time together, and uh, enjoying the day and tasting a different variety of foods. Yeah, taste something that you haven't been, you know. And that's what I would do somewhere I haven't been. Let's go see what they got. Yeah, just give it a sh- exactly. Yeah. That's a good point. Is because you, yeah, you, because like I said, you want to try it and be like, oh no, I mean, you go spend all this money and you're not gonna like it. But then if you have a little taste, you know, you know what's it about, you know? Yeah, and, you know, and kind of like what you're expecting. So I think that's pretty cool that they do that. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that, yeah that. that's good. Like yeah. yeah, like I said, you you go out, you taste something there, and then next thing you know, you're craving it. You're craving it. Yeah. You're craving it, right? So like I said, the dog house and uh, what, what do you think about dog house? Dog house, I, I like, I love it. I had their sliders and their dogs. Yeah, their dogs are good. good. I've had their sliders too. Their fries are actually pretty good too. I'm not a big fan of fries. I don't remember the fries and fries is just I don't. I have a hard time remembering good French fries. I mean, I know 
when I taste a French fry and I'm at a certain place, I'm yeah. like, well, they got good fries. But everywhere you go, they give you French fries. Yeah. So it's hard for me to remember. But, I mean, I do remember, like, a, a burger, certain places, pizza, et cetera. But, see, yeah, yeah, fries are hard for me to remember. So yeah, I, see, I don't remember the fries, but I don't disagree with you because everything else there is good. Yeah. Now, I'm not a big fan of fries, like I said, but uh, I would remember a good one. And those that's one I remember. The dog house fries were – I actually killed them. They're tots, too. I try their tots. Oh, yeah, I do remember their tots, and that's one thing I do remember is tater tots. Yeah. You know that yeah, we're both fans of tater tots, and so, yeah, we do remember good tots. I got them covered, though. I got the works when I went there. Oh, I don't remember that, but that sounds good, though, right now. Everything's sounding good. I'm sorry for making you hungry. <laughs> in and out dog house. But, yeah, uh, I bring up dog house again because they have that good cause. If everywhere else has a line for something that might give you um, heart problems, you're better off going to dog house and trying their hot chicken grilled cheese sandwich for a yeah. good cause. And that'll be good. But, you know, on uh, if we're being boring, speaking of boring, there's a place in Oregon called Boring Oregon. Boring yeah. Oregon. What do yeah. got over there? I don't know. It's boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, so uh, you ever you, – you're into Bigfoot, right? I love Bigfoot stuff. I know. Well, yeah, I know yeah. you are. I know you're into UFOs and ghosts and space and stuff like that. So what's happening is if you're – you remember that show that was on Animal Planet? Yeah, it was Finding Animal Big, Planet. Finding, Finding Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Finding Bigfoot was the name of the show. That's right. You got it right. Uh, the guy that worked on that show, he was. I think he might even help create that show, or it might have been him and the other guy that did. But he was one of the main. I remember there was like one female and then the three males. So he was one of the males, and his name was Cliff Beckerman. Or Beckerman. Is my, I might be saying it wrong, so I apologize if I am. So he actually is opening up a museum. Him and his wife and maybe some other people helping out are opening a big few, a Bigfoot museum in Boring, Oregon. So Boring, Oregon won't be boring no more. No way. Yeah. So it's going to – first off, I mean, when I was looking into it, they have this gnarly, gnarly representation of a Bigfoot. It's uh, it's it's it was created by uh, Anna something. They're 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 big though. It's a studio out in Ohio. That is this this duplicate of a you know this uh replica of a Bigfoot was created and it looks freaking gnarly. It's seven six uh seven foot six inches tall. Wow, and they call it Murphy. Murphy. Yes, and I think it might be. The realest thing to a Bigfoot, like besides, you know, videos that are out there, drawings, I, I should lean more towards, and other statues, this thing by far. I mean, because the way they can create these things now, right? Yeah. You know. Well, Harry the Harrisons, I thought that was, I thought, when I was a kid, I thought Yeah, I, I thought that was real, too. <laughs> I thought, I believe, like, there's, still to this day, I that's what made me really believe in Bigfoots. Yeah. Is Harry and the Hendersons. But, yeah, this this replica is gnarly and you could go look, you could look it up. So it's in the, it's, it's in this museum, this Bigfoot museum. And the thing was on the set because I, I didn't get the exact name of the museum. I just know it's a Bigfoot museum. I'm hoping that's what it's just calling them. Right. But it's in Boring, Oregon. And it's like I said, it's a guy from finding Bigfoot, Cliff Beckerman or Brockman. I think yeah, it's Brack, Brackman. Yeah. Brackman. Yeah. Brackman. Cliff, Cliff Brackman uh, is doing this. And so, uh, they have a few things on display, and I believe they still got to add more. But one of the things, a few things that are interesting is they have a mat mattress tracks. So there's actually these huge Bigfoot uh, footprints on a mattress. And so this this came from, like, how they have forest dumping and people dumping their shit, their trash 
in the woods in the rural areas of the country. Not cool. Yeah, exactly. But they found Bigfoot tracks. A lady was hiking and she came across a mattress and like anyone else would, you see like trash in the middle of the wilderness. Yeah. Just walk over to see what, what the fuck's going on. So she spotted two big footprints on this mattress, which was later retrieved. The next day she went back and told whoever she did and they went back and found it and, and got it. So this, this piece of this mattress with these two big footprints is on display there, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, also, there was a, a Nutella jar that another Bigfoot researcher guy uh, pit up in the woods. I think he said he pit about eight feet tall. Something that only a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch, whatever you want to call it, could reach. And he went out, I think, a month later. Maybe it was two months later. But found this Nutella jar, I think, 20 minutes. It was, it was a long distance away from where he originally had placed it. And what it looked like what appeared to be a massive hand had dipped into the Nutella. Yeah, so he took it back. They made a cast out of it. So at the museum, you could actually stick your hand into this Nutella container, and it gives you um, an idea of how big uh, Sasquatch is. Yeah, his hands are, or her hands are, compared to a human hand. And uh, I think that's pretty cool, too. So they have yeah. like a lot of this stuff on display. They also got some masks that were created by um, Native Americans, indigenous people to the land here in North America. And they got um, masks that they created, you know, because they used to cite things too. Yeah. You know, they had a bunch of sightings. Native Americans could definitely tell you a lot of stories. And so they would create masks. They built like, you know, things, carved things out of wood, totem poles kind of, you know, um, of Bigfoots. And so th this is this is a big thing. I mean, what, what, I mean, how do you feel about Bigfoot? I think, he's, I think they're out there. I think they're getting I, I, I think, think they're out there, but... I, my biggest thing is like, why haven't we found skeletons? But there's a lot of reasons and good explanations. Like we, us as humans, the way we bury, we cremate, maybe they have yeah. some kind of similar situation where they do bury and not because they're so massive. And we know how we use like w back in the old times, we would dig a body deep enough to renew it, would have, you know, reappear yeah. and definitely be deep down enough to compose or do, a, you know, yeah. Kind of natural things take place and i mean to dig six feet deep in the ground for a size of a coffin the length of a body is hard work because obviously it's done now with you know with equipment yeah. so these things being so massive as they appear to be in mythology and you know what people have said they've seen are massive huge yeah so maybe they yeah. dig even further down and also you know, you know they're and, to be like, uh, like in the forest like, like we're, deep, like hiding. You know, they're hide, they're also hiding from us. So like, well, North, uh, well, all North America is, I, I believe, is forty percent forest. Okay. So there's definitely a lot of places where humans haven't and, been. Yeah, exactly. And like, there's there's spot in the Himalayas too, like the Yeti. You know, also another. Yeah, another and and one thing that makes me lean towards it too is like, well, how they still to this day find like new insects and yeah. things at the bottom of the sea. I mean, the sea is another another story, another podcast, but. On land, even like when they go to like islands, they find yeah. like certain insects. I mean, you know, just places people have literally not been. So, uh, Sasquatch could definitely be out there. And yeah. Like I said, uh, I've heard other things too. Maybe, uh, they decompose the bodies, um, maybe they're cannibalists and then they crush the bones, kind of something to give back to the earth because they're, they're just brutal. Like, there's yeah. there's even twisted branches on display at this museum. That because this is something that Sasquatches are known to do, where they just rock by these huge. I mean, they're not just like how you pull on a twig or something and you rip it off. Is it you know how you do that? Just sometimes yeah. you're at a park or something. No, like big branches, branches, like you know, eight inches around. 
just twisted, mangled, like, you know, like someone just walked by and just was sitting there and like, you know, kind of how we scratch our heads. Yeah. yeah, it was just twisting this branch. So they got those branches too on display at this museum. And um, yeah, I heard of sightings. Like, uh, I seen, like, I was reading about sightings that they had and like that, you know, they throw rocks and shit at people. They throw rocks. There's They, they say that they make noises that sound like steam engines to communicate. Steam. They knock on woods, uh, on trees to communicate. Um, there's all kinds of cool stuff out there. I'm you definitely like a big fan. Too. You like <laughs> the commercials? The, the, what is it? The Jack Jack or something like that. Uh, yeah. So uh, this, this, all this, these sightings and stuff was really, really big too. When when cameras were a new thing in 1967, that first video that Bob Gam, uh, Bob Gimlin yeah. and Roger Patterson did. So that was in Bluff Creek, California, which is way, way up north of California, far from Southern Cal. It's way up north, almost on the borderline of Oregon, and it's pretty much in between Redding, California, and Eugene, Oregon, kind of right in the middle, almost. It's a nice, it's a nice area of, I mean, just nature and beauty. And supposedly, there's been a lot more sightings there besides that old video. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, I heard that too. I mean, it, maybe it's a hot spot. You know, a lot of people say they're just, you know, uh, early men, early uh, ancestors of, like, kind of cavemen that came over the land bridge from Asia oh, yeah. years ago. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Uh, but, like I say, man, uh, what's, what's your take on that first video? I think the first video in 1967 is fucking real. Yeah, so do I. There's a lot of, there's a few videos I just, that I've seen that just are kind of the real. way, I don't think anyone is good enough of an actor to just duplicate that walk yeah. that's created in that, 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 um, that sighting. Uh, also the arm length, you know, and I just, and it's just, just like, like really like, it's it's like really scary. doesn't look like, like, like a costume. Like when we were really kids, you remember like, I think we were like in middle school out and shit, maybe even younger. And they had that guy, that asshole that went on national TV and took like a, supposedly it was like a, a lie detector test on national TV. And he confessed to being the guy. Uh, he said that he was the guy that wore that costume that day that walked. And pretend to be a Bigfoot. I think he was full of shit. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a this guy, yeah, I think this guy just came out of Woolworths with a good story, convinced someone that was uh, had some TV connections, and they did this for money. Because this is like I said, yeah. like this is like junior high when they started like first doing reality yeah. kind of, you sure, know, yeah. I said, quotes. I say like, I think, I think I remember reality TV, reality TV. Do you remember that? Yeah, I think I remember. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I think he's full of shit. I think that video is real, and that's my opinion. People yeah, call me crazy. But, There's a lot of things that seem real. Like I've seen like footprints. Like I also heard like a lot about a lot of uh, sightings and like footprints and shit found in uh, Provo, Utah. Provo in the Provo Canyons. Provo Canyons of Utah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then I've, uh, I've I've been in Utah and I've actually seen those. And they're that they're pretty uh pretty gnarly. Like they're pretty pretty big for something any, can hide in there. Something yeah, can live in there for any for any human or anything to actually like try to climb that. Like it's kind of. Like, I could see, like, where they could hide, you know, because there's a lot of hot springs there and shit and, like, caves. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, could see in, I could see them hiding there. And, there's like, also that old story, too. I believe it, it's a, a, a Russian soldiers. There's reports. Oh, yeah. There's something in a, mat, in a, in a cave yeah. years and years ago, and this guy came out, and they shot him to death. But after after later uh, investigating um, the guy they had shot, it was it came to came out to be this guy was like covered in hair and like had a different a different type of uh facial structure that wasn't human do you remember that you hear remember yeah, hearing something remember, about that yeah, yeah. It's, it's all over the internet like we easily find out about it but yeah uh 
there's been other kinds of uh, similar situations where, I mean, uh, Bigfoot just seems like it, it's just kind of, it makes too much sense to me. But at the same time, just like everything else, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Because people are just like, oh, no, 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 no. Because I do believe, too, um, when you're in a, a place like, like a forest, like a dense, dense forest, you know, if you've been in a dense forest, you you your view is literally, you know, five feet in front of you, then everything is just green. Yeah. And, and you could fucking get lost easily. And there's just so much shit, so many animals that, you know, that's their homeland. They know it by the back of their hand. So that makes me think that there's reason out there. But then also, I think as a human, from not being used to that kind of environment, that you become illusional. Especially if you're getting hydrated or hungry. And it, because bears and deers have been there's videos of have been known to stand upright. Yeah. You know, and if if you're in a unfamiliar environment, like kind of being in the middle of the forest where you're just surrounded by nature, is uh, we there has to be a moment where it almost becomes similar to just floating in open water. Yeah. You know, you're vulnerable to sharks and stuff. I mean, with ocean. And, and see, we know about those things that happen in the ocean more so. But, yes, I believe, yeah, people might also see things, too, and think it's a Bigfoot. It's and just captured on camera. So there's a, Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things captured on camera. Yeah. Murders. Murders. <laughs> no, but. Elaine. Uh, uh, man. But, yeah, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a believer. I have to say I'm a believer of Bigfoot. I think there's definitely a lot of um, land that hasn't, that humans haven't been, you know. I agree. I agree. Have, have, haven't explored. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like there's a lot of, yeah, like the Amazon. Yeah. There's tribes we haven't even, there's still tribes out there. Yeah, there's still tribes that have, don't want nothing to do with us. Uh, but yeah, we're running out of time here. This is definitely something in another podcast that we would definitely want to continue, uh, this subject, talk about the subject more Bigfoot, space, UFO, other conspiracy stuff. But, uh, all I gotta say is have a good night, guys. Yeah, take care. <laughs>